Welcome to the Catholic Brides Podcast. My name is Anne, and I would like to welcome you to my show. On this podcast, we will be talking about what it means to be a Catholic bride, how to prepare for marriage, and how to walk with your spouse towards heaven. I'm excited that you're here, and I invite you to grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's have a heart-to-heart about what it means to be a Catholic bride in today's world. everybody and welcome back to the Catholic Brides podcast. Today I'm joined by Kerrigan Gardner. Kerrigan is the 26 year old behind the Catholic Girl Wellness on Instagram. She's two years into home cooked dinners and evening walks with her husband. She enjoys taking care of both her soul and body in that order. Kerrigan lives in Ohio where she loves being a parishioner on a college campus parish to see the vibrant young adults in the Catholic Church. Welcome to the show Kerrigan. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here and talk to you. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about you. Why don't we start by just having you tell us a little bit more. I've read a little bit about you in your bio, um, but let's have you just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, let's do it. So like you just shared, um, two years into marriage, aka how I described it was home cooked meals and evening walks, um, because that's what we love to do. So We just celebrated our second year anniversary last week, June 8th. It was a good time. (laughs) Thanks. It was fun. We had an ice cream truck at our wedding um, at the reception. So that's becoming our favorite anniversary tradition is to go somewhere fun and get ice cream cones. Mm. Um, So that's what we did last week. Um, But yeah, so my husband, Evan, and I have been married for two years um, we live in Ohio. I love it. I love the four seasons, but he like tries to bribe me to move to Florida all the time. <laughs> um, we have a dog. She's fun. She's sleeping under me right now. Um, but yeah, I just bring that up because she's she's been really great to make sure that we keep active. Um, like we take her out every evening and like people love dogs. So we've actually come to know like essentially all of our neighbors in our neighborhood because they're all like hey can we pet your dog (laughs) um so so she's been fun to have (laughs) um but yeah so I guess just more about myself I um like you said have a Instagram account called Catholic Girl Wellness which is so funny to me to say out loud because it's like a self-proclaimed title (laughs) um but I chose it because it's really just straight to the point. I'm all about just, you know, call it what it is. So actually there's a little bit of a story behind that, which I'll go into. So in college, I, um, I went to school for public relations. I've always loved writing. It has always come really natural to me. So I was studying PR and I read a lot of blogs and I was on campus one summer for my first internship and I was living with two nurses who were both working night shift, aka I was like living alone. (laughs) Um, So I never really saw them and I was reading all these blogs and wanted my own creative outlet. And at the time, I was really falling back into love with the Catholic faith. 
um, I'm a cradle Catholic, went to Catholic school, like kindergarten through senior in high school, Sunday mass every Sunday. Um, so I've always been a Catholic girl, but when I got to college, because um, I did not go to a Catholic university, I was really at like a hard point, um, just really had to make a, like decisions like, hey, none of my friends are going to mass. My parents aren't around to drive me to mass. Do I even want to go? Or, hey, um, you know, confession isn't offered at school. It's not a Catholic school anymore. You can't just go downstairs and there's a priest waiting for you when your school sets up confession. So things like that, it was really like, okay, do I want the faith to become my own? Am I going to choose it for myself or am I going to slip away? So I'm really, really glad that the Holy Spirit was at work and totally bringing me back to the faith um, to the point where I was just like really joyfully choosing it myself. Um, so this blog that I decided to write, it used to be called Carefully Content. So it's a little pun on my name, Kerrigan. Um, that lasted about five years. So I had, had a good go. I wrote about faith topics. Um, I was finally cooking for myself and I've always loved cooking and nutrition. Um, just always have been really interested in learning about nutrients and healthy recipes and things like that. And then I would also write about friendships and relationships. And when I was writing this blog as the college self I was, I kept them in different camps. Like I never really saw the intersection. It would just be a blog about a certain thing um, that I discovered, or it would be a blog about what I made for dinner that night. Like it was so random. <laughs> um, and really over time, it was really God who showed me like, hey, you don't have to keep these separate. Like the more you take care of yourself and your well-being is, um, you know, the better friend you'll be, the better daughter you could be. And really just started making all these connections and um, just seeing food as a way to gather um, and just connect with people. Um, so around this time last year, yeah, I believe it was last June, I um, was just praying about it a lot and thinking about it nonstop. And I wanted to change things up a little bit. And I'm like, carefully content isn't really fitting anymore. So that's when I rebranded to Catholic Girl Wellness. Like I said, just call it what it is. I'm Catholic, I'm a girl, and, and I'm all about wellness. Um, so I've kind of neglected my blog. I don't think I've posted anything since last fall. So coming up on a year basically. Um, but I do have my Instagram account. I'm on there just about every day. Um, so instead of writing long form blog posts, I've chose to break it down into more like daily snippets and just share what I'm up to with marriage and working out and what food we like to have in the house. Um, but so much more than that, because I think, especially when you're a person of faith, and especially when you're a Catholic, because we have the Eucharist and we have theology of the body and these so many beautiful facets of the faith, I think that we can really pair our soul and our body and there's endless things to talk about. So it's been fun.
That's awesome and really beautiful how you are able to tie in your faith with um, health and wellness because they do go together because obviously we are a body and soul. And Mm -hmm. so it's not something that should be separated, but it's something that is wonderfully combined. And it's beautiful that you have been able to combine it organically into something that you love. Well, thanks. And I really can't take credit because I mean, it's been totally God telling me like, why are you keeping these separate? That makes zero sense at all. (laughs) So thanks to him. Um, But it really came out of a need for myself too, because I don't know about you, but like I follow all the accounts of women I've never met before and will never meet, but women who I find to be really fascinating and I like to learn from. And I've just noticed like specifically for um, the more so like health, wellness, lifestyle accounts I follow, they would always talk about like making sacrifices, like waking up at 5 a.m. to get in a workout or I'm going to eat different food than my family because I want to achieve my health goals. And I just found it to be so um, just like just ordered and also they're just making almost like idols around their body and I just felt this frustration but also this sadness like we're not supposed to live that way like if you can wake up at 5 a.m to dive right into a workout I think you also have time to wake up that early and talk to your creator who gave you that body Or um, like, you don't need to be eating differently than your family. Like, sure, you can make some swaps or um, you can certainly be flexible, but like your kids shouldn't see you eating differently. I don't know. It just, it seemed all um, just off and not like the life that God wants us to live. So um, I was struggling to find a Catholic account And now I know quite a few, so I've certainly found my girl tribe, Um, but I was struggling to find an account that specifically had a Catholic perspective on how to take care of ourselves in the way that God would want us to. So I was like, you know what? I can't find it, so I'm just going to make it. So that's also how it came about. For sure. So what are some things that you've done or implemented in your own life that kind of have put these principles into practice? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, since this is a Catholic Friends podcast, um, I'll talk about like what we do as a couple um, to really focus on health and just like taking care of the the gift that is our body. Um, So I think the first thing that comes to mind is we try to have dinner together almost every night, but that's like nearly impossible. (laughs) Um, We both have our different hobbies um, after work or different friends or different commitments that we have. But very early on in our relationship, I'm like, this is so cool. Like we live in the same house. We both come home after work and he's there and I'm there Um, because we didn't live together before we got married. So that was a decision we both made um, was to cook together, even though I like am definitely the foodie in our relationship. Um, so sometimes I don't even let him help me 
<laughs> because I just love it so much. I'm like, hey, I, you're taking away my favorite hobby from me if you help, <laughs> which is really silly. But um, but now he offers to help and he's he's normally on the grill, which I don't touch. So so it's <laughs> team effort there. Um, but yeah, I think just sitting down together is such a beautiful way to take care of both your body, but also your soul. Um, and really just take care of a whole person with a meal, because when you sit down, especially for dinner, like it's at the end of the day, um, you're not so go, go, go. Cause you know, we're done with work for the day. It's more so time to relax. And just to talk about your day, just to unpack um, whatever you're thinking about, um, just really connect as a couple. And I think when you're seated, focusing on your meal, focusing on each other, that can be such a beautiful time. So we hardly ever achieve it Monday through Friday, but um, just I really, really cherish that time together. That's um, beautiful. Oh, thanks. I, it's fun. Do you guys do dinner together or is it we also do. hard? Okay. Yeah, we try I, to do I dinner. I would assume uh, most married couples do, but but life can get hectic. So mm -hmm. that's For hard sure. to achieve all the time. For sure. And then um, something else that we both do, but we've actually have never worked out together, which is wild because we're both active people. Um but I'm such a morning person and Evan, my husband hates the morning. Um, he's not fun to be around in the morning. <laughs> um, but no, he's great. He's just like, don't talk to me. I'm not awake yet. So um, we both came into the relationship pretty active. Um, actually a fun story. <laughs> I've written about this on my blog, but Evan did a fitness competition before we got married and I judged him hard for it because um, I don't know if you're aware of how fitness competitions work and I've learned a lot through through him and him sharing his experience but when we were um, first getting to know each other of course I creeped on his Instagram <laughs> and I found these photos of him like on a stage without a shirt, super, super tan, like the fakest spray tan you've ever seen and just totally shredded. And I'm like, okay, who is this guy? He thinks he's some hot shot. And I really did judge him so hard. And I think most of that was because I thought he wasn't taking care of himself um, in the way that I've always viewed it because when you do fitness competitions, um, I've never done one, but so I've heard, you um, just have to make a lot of sacrifices because you have a very specific diet. You have to work out like many hours a day and get your sleep in. And it really becomes like a full-time job mm -hmm. because you have your end goal. And um, so I bring that up because <laughs> I, I think it's funny. Um, but also because that was like the world he was in. Um, he, so he just did one, he was one and done. Um, but he set that goal and like, he did really well. And he's like, you know what? I learned a lot. Um, I know how to take care of my body. Um, it was fun. He did it with his brother. And so it was fun for them to do together. 
Um, and he's a really strong guy. So he just kind of, you know, wanted to test his limits and see how he could perform. Um, so beyond, you know, that point, he always, he hasn't always been that extreme, but he's always been super active and he's definitely the guy that lives like, I feel like that's a standard dude thing. <laughs> um, but so when we came into the relationship, I knew he had that background and was like this big lifter dude. He's really not like a big guy. Like he's definitely strong, but you wouldn't be intimidated by seeing him. Um, and then there's me and I, I now work out at home and I can go into that because that's kind of strategic why I do that. Um, and I just kind of do whatever I'm feeling that day. I'm super intuitive with my movement. Um, I do like strength training, but also just walking. I find a lot of joy in. I think it's nice to have like a low impact option. Um, but so I work out in the morning, like right after I pray, I have my routine down. <laughs> so God first, movement second, and then, um, Evan works out at night after work. Um, and it really works out well with our schedule because um, by the time I get home and start making dinner, he'll come home and then he'll offer to, you know, help and we get dinner ready and then we're all good to eat. Um, but actually, and I'm probably going into such a tangent, but um, actually, when we first got married, I was like, all right, it's time for me to be a wife. I got to strip like my um, personal schedule, like totally neglect it and follow his because we have to be on the same schedule. We have to, you know, do everything together. I just kind of thought that's, that would be optimal. And it actually was not whatsoever. So I tried to just like have the same, the same sleep schedule as him. And after work, I would go to the gym and we would get home pretty late and make dinner. And then it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock by the time we were eating. And it just was not working out. Um, so I just bring that up to share. Like, I'm really glad I've fallen back into my like pre-marriage routine because it was working really well for me. Um, and I'm sure like it's always helpful to experiment with your routines, especially because, um, you know, it's, it's good to make sacrifices and you want to always try to, you know, serve your spouse the best you can. But um, we're doing well with me working out in the morning and then having dinner started once once he comes home and um that's been really important part of our life just to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves um on our own movement is so important um and we just even like it for the mental aspect like we've talked about that before like I don't even work out to like look a certain way like we have zero aesthetic goals but it just feels so good and I just wish um all people knew like how good endorphins feel because it really just it's such a gift from God <laughs> for sure I really like how you were talking about how you 
aren't on the same schedule with your husband, but that's okay. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people that fall into that mindset of, I need to change my schedule around. We need to be on the same schedule. We need to go to bed and get up at the same time and do everything together. And I totally thought that (laughs) a lot of people, I think, fall into that, especially in our day and age, but like, especially in our day and age, that's Mm -hmm. not necessary. (laughs) Right. Right. I know. I don't really know where I got that from. I think just in my mind, I'm like, okay, to be a good wife, I have to make sure I'm always available and always on the same page. And sure, that has its time and place, but it's not a requirement. (laughs) And like, we should be there for our husbands, but also the fact of like, we can go to bed later than they are, they do or get up earlier than they do or they mm-hmm. could sleep in later than us and that's fine we shouldn't yeah. expect to be the same because we aren't the same we have different needs and yeah like you said you're a morning person and so mornings are optimal for you to exercise and mm-hmm. your husband exercises in the evening and that's optimal for him and I think that's okay <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely I know when we, when again, I was just like fantasizing like what married life would be like. I thought we would have coffee together like every morning, which is so (laughs) funny because I think we've had zero mornings with coffee together. (laughs) And we're two years in and I'm like, oh yeah, we've, we've never had coffee together. Not even once. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, flexibility, you gotta have it. (laughs) What advice do you have for young women who are looking to start putting in some healthy habits into their routine. I don't really know where to start. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I listen. Well, first I should say that I am like not credentialed whatsoever. Um, I was on the path to becoming a dietitian for about a year in college. I was like getting in my prereqs. Um, I shadowed dietitians and had some marketing experience at an eating disorder treatment center and really um, learned that, oh, you don't have to be in a hospital setting. You can work with um, clients or patients or just individuals one-on-one. And so I was really intrigued by that career path, but God totally slammed the door on that because I am terrible at chemistry. (laughs) Um, So becoming a dietitian never came to fruition, which I'm totally cool with because I wouldn't have met Evan. So life works out just, just as it should. Um, but so yes, I'm like not credentialed. So I'm always weary to give, um, like super specific advice. Cause I'm, I'm not qualified. And there's a lot of people who are way, way smarter than me. Um, so I gain like tons of knowledge on podcasts. I'm such a podcast listener as I'm sure people listening are too. Um, So it's been really important for me to seek out um, like MDs and functional medicine doctors and dietitians who I really trust. Um, So I can share some things that I've learned from them. Um, And also like, it doesn't have to, you know, be all fancy and endorsed by a doctor because we're all humans. We all have a body. Um, It's, you know, like self-experimenting to a degree is good. Like 
we all got to eat. So we all have practice at this, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think what I would share for, you said like young women who want to implement healthy habits. Yeah, who want to either like start building up habits of being healthy or just start um, making changes in general. Yeah, I think what always makes the most sense to me is to really step back and look at what God has given us. So I think about, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. I call it like God-given foods. People call it whole foods, not the grocery store, but just whole foods. Um, So fruits and vegetables, like God gave us animals. Um, So meat and dairy um, and just like water and just really break it down to, wow, okay, God gave us all of that. So it has got to be good. And, um, you know, I don't, I always say that food doesn't have a soul. So it's like, it's not good. It's not bad. Like we can never label a food a certain way. However, I just always think, okay, if, if something came from a package that came from some manufacturing plant and is totally man-made, is it probably the most optimal for my body? Mm, Maybe not. Like just comparing like a Cheeto versus a carrot. Like, I don't think that takes a master's degree to know like what's gonna fuel your body better. Mm. Um, So I think that's number one is really just saying, okay, like, God, what did you give us? Um, in, in choosing that, and of course it can be a blend. Like we do not have any food rules in our house. Like if you were to open up our pantry, you'll find like Skittles and fun flavored popcorn, but also we have like fruits and veggies and chicken and beef and cheese and milk. And so it's like a total blend. Mm. And, um, I really like it that way because, you know, I may gravitate towards more of the whole foods where Evan, you know, he may, he may be um, less of a whole foods guy than me, which is totally fine because we have those options and we can really choose like what feels best for us. Um, And sometimes you just want something more sweet or more salty and that's totally cool. So um, I think just like I said, stepping back and thinking about the creator of the food um, can really help make some some quick, easy decisions. Um, And also I just love, and this is something I've learned from dietitians, is just to choose a lot of color because in the different colors and foods, so you have like red bell pepper and then um, like an orange carrot and then white cauliflower and purple cabbage, like all those colors really reveal that there's different nutrients at play. Mm -hmm. So I don't like go crazy about this. Like I don't spend a fortune at the store, but I do try to make sure that our meals are really colorful and that we have diversity in our meals. So For example, like I'm not buying the same protein week after week. I'm not buying the same vegetables week after week Um, because mixing it up can be really helpful from a health standpoint. Um, And then, 
away from food because I don't think health is all about food. There's so many other factors, um, just with like sleep and stress management and moving your body and just like having positive relationships. So I think that the second piece of advice, um, it's funny because I don't do a good job at this. So here I am giving advice about it, but it's really just to chill. Um, and I'm just laughing because like this week is not a good example <laughs> of me chilling. Um, but I think specifically for women who have like a very delicate reproductive system and maybe especially if you're Catholic and you do chart, um, you can really pick up on what affects your body. And I know that stress is really, really detrimental on my body. And I've, um, yeah, not to like go super into detail, but I've had to make some difficult decisions in my life to where I'm like, okay, maybe I should rethink my job right now because it's way too stressful. And I can clearly see that on my charts. Or um, even a few weeks ago, like my eye was twitching and I was like, okay, this is such a sign, like, God gives us these, you know, signs within our bodies, these red flags within our bodies to say, hey, you gotta slow down. Um, you know, it's time for you to take a step back and to just, you know, focus on better stress management or just focus on sleep more because we can tell like when we're off, even if we're just tired. Um, I think that's so telling of, hey, like, something's off. I'm not living optimally. How can I realign? That's um, such good advice. And yeah. I really, I really like how you said, going back to the food thing about um, what God gave us and looking at it in that light, because I feel like that puts a totally different perspective onto it because mm -hmm. it's obviously like natural versus like processed foods. And we're supposed to eat more natural foods, but just thinking about it in the spiritual sense of what things did God give us, I think is super good. Right, right. I find oftentimes, and like, I'm totally in this camp too, but we want like the specifics and we want like the black and white and the really technical answers. Mm -hmm. um, like, tell me exactly what to eat or like, tell me exactly what workout I should be doing to get as strong as I can with the least amount of effort or whatever, like insert the blank. But like, God didn't make it that complicated. Um, you know, if health was complicated, like that would make no sense because we wouldn't be able to achieve it. And, um, you know, he wants us to live these really abundant lives um, and just be gifts to one another. And we can do that when we are taking care of ourselves. So whether it's just eating some more vegetables or, making sure you hit seven to eight hours of sleep or just getting in a brief walk to get your blood flowing, that oxygen moving. Um, you know, I think we have so many tools to like take care of ourselves because we know that that's when we can be the best gift to another person or people. That's super great. 
As we're coming to the end of our time together, I have one more question for you that I ask all my guests that come on the show. And that is, what is your favorite Bible verse or passage and why? All right, I may cheat (laughs) at this one um, because I was going between two different options. I knew this question was coming because I'm a listener of your podcast. Um, So the first one that is a verse um is one that was actually at our wedding mass it was um the gospel and it was the very last sentence um and it comes from john chapter 3 verse 30 and it's john the baptist um when he's talking about how he's you know not the savior but he's doing all of his work for jesus his cousin um and he simply says um so i'm quoting john now he says he must increase I must decrease. And like those six words just like blow my mind because it's so simple, but it's full of truth that, okay, God's got to increase in my life. I got to decrease. It's as simple as that. So I really love that. We intentionally chose that for our wedding because Um, it's important that God is always increasing in our marriage and we're always, you know, humbling ourselves. And then the part where it said I'm cheating a little bit is because I also really, really love the chapter um, in Exodus, the entire chapter 16. So it's about manna um, and so how God gave the Israelites this bread, um, because they were starving in the desert and they didn't know how they were going to make it. And he told them, he told Moses, he's like, hey, I'm going to give you this bread day after day. And of course it's food. So of course I'm interested in it. (laughs) Um, But he told them like every morning you're going to pick up this bread and it's going to feed you. And every day I'm going to do it. And you shouldn't take more than you need for that day because I'm going to be faithful to you every single day. And then on Saturdays, you're allowed to take double because of the Sabbath. And I think that story, like I always come back to it because like God truly gives us everything we need just for that day. Um, Like it's in the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. And um, I just think it's so beautiful because sometimes I'm like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to make it today, but um, he really is present with us every day and giving us our daily bread. So those are my two. I couldn't pick. (laughs) (laughs) I love both of those. So yeah, that was really good how you like were able to relate them back to your life as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm in the Bible every day because it's just too good not to be. So it's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recommend it. Well, thank you so much, Kerrigan, for coming on the show today. If people want to find you online, where can they best do that? Yeah, I would say hop on over to my Instagram account. Um, it's all like one word, no spaces, no numbers, just Catholic girl wellness and I talk about all things food and faith and movement and really just interconnecting all of it and I love um, chatting it up with people in my dms and and just meeting all the different people that find my page so um, 
yeah, I think that's probably the number one spot for people to find me. Oh, awesome. I will leave a link to your Instagram in the description of this podcast. So if anybody's interested in connecting with you, they can just click the link and hop on over and connect with you there. Well, thank you so much, Kerrigan, for coming on the show today. It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah, well, thank you. I agree. Um, It's been nice getting to know you better through this conversation. And I hope your listeners took away something helpful. (laughs) Um, But it's it's been a joy. And this podcast is so important to reach Catholic Pride. So thank you for for having it and creating this. My pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. And I will see you again on the next episode. God bless you. You have been listening to the Catholic Brides podcast. If you enjoyed this content, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me, I invite you to either message me on Instagram or send me an email at catholicbrides at gmail.com. I look forward to having you join me again, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful and blessed day.